0: Welcome to your typical Shona protagonist. He's Kai, I'm Kels, and today it's the Fruits Baskets, the final season, the final wrap-up,
1: final, final. First off, Kai, how you doing? Man, I am feeling a swirl of emotions emotions because it's just, it's been a long, happy, painful, sad, beautiful time getting here to the end of the Fruits Baskets Saga, um, yeah. I'm very pleased, though, but I'm here. Yes. Yeah.
0: Man, who would have thought that Fruits Baskets 2019 would come out of damn near nowhere and wind up sitting at the top with its final episode pushing it to number one on, like, all of the anime bullshits?
1: I honestly did not. Like, I... It's one of those things where everybody says, oh, the manga's so great, the manga's so great. And I'm like, yeah, okay, everybody says that about their manga. We got people out here saying Fire Force is the best manga ever made. Um, and we know it's not. It. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It might be. I saw some things, but, you know. So I was very pleasantly surprised. Um, first of all, I never tend to watch remakes. I feel like remakes and remasters are kind of just like, eh to me I'm i like, would i would argue that point with fate but please continue yeah i mean okay true 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 <laughs> true but things but, you like, know
0: though no, certainly certainly um things like uh dragon ball super yeah crystal and say Salem- crystal yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. they're really hard for me to get into like and especially like boruto like even though boruto isn't a remake but it's like i'm like i feel like the og naruto was enough so i tend to be wary of things like that but Fruits is 2019, I watched the first episode because I have this general rule that I give everything three episodes, like it's my like sink in, like see what's gonna happen, and that has led me to some really amazing anime, like, and I was hooked to the first episode of Fruits Bastion, so I was like, okay, we got an interesting like character set, like, you know, it seems to you don't like get too many shows that have a supernatural like element, but doesn't really make the supernatural element the main focus. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, like, this is totally something that is off-the-wall crazy bonkers, but the supernatural aspect is not like spooky ghosts or everyone has powers. It's like, oh, by the way, these people have a curse on them and they have to live their life plus being just weird.
1: Yeah. By the way, super spoilers for... um all of Fruits Baskets, the final, mainly, because that's what we're getting into. Um, but, you know, if you would have told me, like, episode... If you would have told me, like, even... If you would have told me anything outside of the first ten episodes of Fruits Baskets that we were going to get to where we got to at the end, like... Shoot, if you would have told me season two that everybody was going to most or not have a happy ending, I would have been like, nah, you're lying, like was gonna die, like, is gonna be trashed the whole time, I'm just, like, it was just the way things happen were just so, like, so much, like, in the lessons we learned, like, Fruits Baskets overall, I feel like, is a story about, like, I've heard this story about forgiveness, like, a story about acceptance, blah, blah, Like like, a bunch of different things, um, I feel like Fruits Baskets is a story about, like, understanding yourself, you know, and... Like, acceptance of self and acceptance of others, but at the same time, like, like bonds, you know? Like, bonds can be a shackle, or they can be a liberation. Like, is there any lessons that you took from Fruits Baskets, or what you say the overall theme of Fruits Baskets would be in your eyes? So, Fruits Baskets
0: deals with, like, 101 very real human experiences. and the entire focus is like our Soma family who are cursed by Zodiac spirits have to figure out how do we walk the line of being these supernatural beings bound to each other and our God in the form of Akito, the family head. And like, it, it's so much of there is no singularly right and singularly wrong everything is a spectrum of gray with the intentions of people and those are not always good or and or bad they are what they are whether they are selfless to the detriment of that person i'm going to give everything to you despite myself or so incredibly selfish that they harm others At the expense of getting what they want. But both things are very real facets of how humans work. And we get to see that on display. And how those interact. And watching all of this play out. There is that real human connection. That keeps you hooked. You want to see the good guy win. You want to see the bad guy lose. But it twists and turns on you. And it keeps your interest. By saying... Well, yeah, that character is the bad guy. But what if they aren't bad because they're bad? What if they're bad because they didn't have any other option and they didn't know any other way and they were raised to be the god and surprised. They're not the worst. When they learn, it's okay to let go. Like, what kind of story
1: does that, man? I know. It's just, it's so beautiful because it deals with, like, in the whole allegory of the fruits basket, which is explained in season one, of Toru is terrified, like, the first time she doesn't get caught because they deem her, like, an onigiri. And you don't find an onigiri in a fruit basket, so she thought she didn't have a place. And then, like, you come back around, and they say it, and it's like, I didn't I didn't realize that until, like, the very, like, last episode, when I saw everything come together, is that, you know... The first round of her life, you know, even with her mom and her family and her losing her dad and all that, she didn't really have, like, there was no onigiri in her fruits bath. Like, she wasn't there. And then the second time when she met um, Hatsume and, um, God, how did I forget her name? Um, Her two best friends? Ayo, yeah. Ayo and Hatsume. Or Hajima yeah. and Ayo. When she met them, you know, it started filling up. And then eventually she got to find her own basket of fruit. And then she was still the rice ball. But at least that's the way I understood it. But, you now, like, just seeing the whole thing of everybody's trauma. And, like, you know, what Yuki had to go through. Even what Akito had to go through. Like, when your father's last dying words are, like, I'm glad I could leave you as a gift to your mother. Like... And she's like, I didn't want to be that, you know. I just wanted to be my own person. And we saw her, her like insecurities took out everything on everybody else. And then like sh- like Shigur or Shigure Shigure. Yep. Shigure, like I thought he was scum, like in this last bit. But then when he was like, "I'll always love you as long as you only want me," I was like, "That's kind of messed up." And then I was like, "You know what? It's it's not really messed up." I mean, it is
0: kinda weird, but in the you've been playing this game from day one, and I don't know how I feel about you or you being happy in the end. Like, you didn't do anything terribly wrong, but you did pull the strings and play the game. And uh But I guess I I'm okay with that. Cause Akito's like, well, I have loved you and you fucked around and I fucked around and here we are. But I don't want to be that person anymore. So let's try. And Shigura is like, all right, monkeys don't fuck around again. Like,
1: eh, kind of gross, but. Yeah, it's know. very, that's, it's that's very me. toxic. Now, you're right. It's toxic for sure. Like, everybody can't have a Kurino in, you know, IO relationship, which, you know, is it? But, you know, it's like they, they get something. I want to say it. like which is yeah better Arisa and that's what it is it's Arisa not Io it's Arisa um, or Otani but you know and for stepping away from just the diagnosis of the characters I want to like you had mentioned earlier like First Baskets was number one it still might be number one I think I know it's fallen on my anime list because of politics so but in terms of oh God let's. <laughs>
0: Let's not get into that. But
1: yeah. Yeah. But it's still number one on any chart, or any list. You know, a true site. anylist.co is where I go to look at my stuff. But, yeah, like, if you would have told me, like, last year, that Fruits baskets would have been number one, beating out Attack on Titan, beating out Fullmetal Alchemist, Gintama, Hunter Hunter, I would have laughed in your face because I love Fruits baskets personally. But it's been, I felt like it was kind of like a niche because no one was really talking about it, like, It was doing all this work, season one, season two. And then season three, it's just like the people really showed out because it was that 10 out of 10 true masterpiece. Like, I don't, like, everybody says art is subjective and you can't really give it a score. But, like, Fruits Basket, the final season, and I feel like Fruits Basket overall was a true masterpiece. And I guess in that you kind of got to dive into what a masterpiece is. But I feel like... In anime, one of the big issues I have is they can tell a great story from point A to point B, but you got to finish strong. And there's a lot of anime out there, like Food Wars, which I love personally. I thought it was really good. Then we got to the end, and it kind of felt lackluster, whether that was a studio rushing it, which I hear it was. Um, that made it feel really lackluster. Like The Promised Neverland had like a historic first season. It was doing crazy yeah, things. Man. Season two, shit the bed. Like freaking And
0: and not only not only with like anime, like certain certainly with the The Promised Neverland season two, where we fit an entire arc into like fifteen still images and surprise, we're back. Yeah. Um, uh, but like a lot of the manga endings that haven't been animated yet are just kind of lacking. Like, um what's that one? Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer had like a disappointingly rough ending
1: yeah to the point where they had to do a redo like they had to put out a second true ending which they did with attack on titan twice already and now attack on titan might have an anime original ending like i'm just like i was i'm so grateful that that didn't happen with fruits because i've seen it happen so like i personally love the ending to yu yu Hakusho. show i feel like it was amazing personally or it could have been better of course but i feel like it was really I mean, like, the true end, not the, like, tournament arc, the kind of... Yeah, yeah. Like, I, w- I would say the, the last
0: arc is, like, okay, just another fucking tournament arc. But, no, that last episode yeah. where Yusuke finally comes back to the human world and, like, Keiko's like, fuck you, Yusuke, I'm done, I'm leaving, yelling at the ocean, and Yusuke just shows back up, and it's like, sorry, I kept you waiting. It's like, oh, that's that
1: jam right there. Yeah. The Basket, that was an entire season. Yes, like fruits basket, like the all these third, like, and everything felt like a payoff. Like when you take, well, you and fruits basket has such a large cast. Like you have all the twelve members of the zodiac. You have Akito, you have Arissa, you have Hajime, you have um, Shisho, you have all these characters. You have everybody. Like this whole, you have the teacher who's in love with Haruto. Like you got all these characters. And you're like, okay, I'm not gonna see a happy ending for all these characters. I'm just gonna accept it. But you do, like, you get to see, like, you get to see, you know, Arisa and Kareno have their happy ending. You get to see that romance flourish. You get to see um, Hatori and the teacher, whose name I should really remember, but I don't. And I'm sorry. Um, you get uh, to see, I think it's Moto. That one, yes. Yeah, Moto, Motoko. No, that's like. What is her name? Crap. Um, maybe it is Matoko. Nope. Okay, whatever. Um, but you get to see Tori and the teacher have their moment. Like, you know, she cuts her hair. They get to be happy. You get to see, hey, my girl, Machi, which I'm going to wait. I got to wait yeah, to get, but, like, ah, Machi. But you even get to see the vice president, who's a slacker, and you're like, okay, he's going off to college. You get to see this, like, like, whoever that kid is, I forget his name. The one who was, like, the little punk kid who was under Yuki. Even he's, like... Oh, yeah, like, the the treasure or something. Yeah. And, and he was...
0: Uh, when, when he confesses love to um, that one girl that was also in the student council. Yeah, who was the like, Yuki
1: fan club. Yeah. Like, I was... Yeah, that was a whole adventure. Yeah, I was just, like... We get to see so much with all these characters and it's so beautiful and the way the time was allotted to deal with that, like it was so good. And I felt like you don't get that in a lot of series. And I'm not here to compare Fruits Baskets to the other series because that feels like disingenuous to Fruits Basket and those other series, but when you've Man. watched as much anime as I have, you kinda have to. You just notice that. Like
0: Yeah, yeah, but like totally. You you sit here and you look at a series. And Fruits Baskets has so many characters. And all of them get this rounded off finish. You at least know what's happening with all of them at the end. And it's kind of like, okay, cool. This is a nice finishing point for an ending or a jumping off point. Because there is more manga after this for a whole other thing about their children. Yeah. But when you look at other series that have large casts, it's like Naruto, 500 episodes. Naruto Shippuden, like 300 episodes. Vice versa, but whatever. You've got like Bleach, big cast, large episode number. You've got One Piece, the world's largest cast with the world's largest episode number. Yeah. But in like 75 episodes, give or take, you get this rounded, complete story about each of these characters, and it all feels
1: complete. It feels complete. It feels genuine. It feels it feels wonderful. Like I am very, I can't even describe how I feel. Like I just, let's talk about the last episode. So, the last episode, I feel like is helping. as not feel like it helps you say goodbye to the series of fruits baskets. As the characters are saying goodbye, because in the last... So, wow, we haven't even explained what happened. I just realized that. So, Toru gets together with Kyo. His curse breaks. And the trigger was the cat's curse breaking. Because the cat was kind of forced into the banquet. Like, no one knows the true story of the original promise, is what we find out in the season. Which is crazy in itself, Because you're like, yo, the cat was, like, looked down as, like, this creature of hatred and, like, putrid and all this other stuff. It had the cursed spirit. But the cat was the first one that came to the god. And I was like, holy, holy holy-ish, bruh. Like, I wasn't expecting, you know, plot twists this late in the game. You know, like, this was, like, episode 10, right after, like, Kyo had confessed to Toru. You know, I expected it to be, like, love- or something that broke the curse. Like and you, and you don't get a straight answer what broke the curse. Is what I literally like that as well. It wasn't like, oh, it was yeah. love. It was this, maybe it was just time, maybe it's cuz all the zodiacs were born at the same time. Like there were Man. so many theories.
0: Every time the curse broke, it was not at a moment you wanted it to. It broke for literally no explained reason. No reason at all. Just suddenly, for the first like four characters, it's gone. Yeah. And it's gone. Surprise. And all of them cry. All of them was like, I suddenly feel so free, but so
1: alone. And what a wild feeling. I know, right? It's like, and the cool thing is, we, I think there were three characters we didn't see cry. Like, we didn't see Haru cry. We didn't see Kyo cry and I think we did see Kyo cry oh did he cry is that okay I think all of them cried I know I know Haru like, didn't cry he just said it felt lonely like um Rin cried though Isuzu yeah cried um
0: but but I think like we cause when Kyo turned around facing away from uh Toru, Toru? yeah when he realized that the curse broke and he was crying and he wiped himself and then he tore the bracelet apart because he knew he was free.
1: Yeah. No, I, I love that, bruh, so much. And that moment was just so pivotal. Like it, it felt like I was with Toru. I was crying. Cause you had went through this, you went through like almost sixty episodes, or right at sixty, I believe, of just like this pain, like this him being in a cage. Like in the episode before this, you had saw him before he <clears throat> what I love about Fruits Baskets is, yes, they got free from the curse, but not they had to make their own freedom first. Like Kyo with facing his dad saying, hey, you know, this is what happened. I know I got to do this. I can't keep running away. That's not fair because I want to be with Toru. You know, Toru being like, hey, I'm not happy. I'm not like... And. Like, I can do a whole character diagnosis on Toru, but I love the fact that Toru is the example of what happens when you depend on people to be, like, when you tell people they're the positive sunshine. Like, when you put a lot of pressure on someone to be this, like, manifestation of how you feel, and I feel like that's what Toru subconsciously became. Not that anyone did it with any malicious intent, but, you know, her mom was really messed up after her dad dying, so she's like, okay, I have to be this person. I have to, like, practice and blah, blah, blah. And then we see, oh, that has worked for her mom. And then we see her doing that for other people to the point where she overworks herself or she talks a certain way or she has to do this to the point where the grandfather calls her Kyoko because if he doesn't, he feels like she's going to fade away because no one else is remembering her. Like, and, ooh, Lord, Lord, like... I really feel bad for people who haven't watched or won't watch Fruit Basket Like
0: man, and like this show will resonate with you on one point or another because it deals with so much human hardship in such variety. Like maybe you don't know the peril of having a parent who is passed or the peril of having an abusive parent, um like many of our characters do. Yeah. Um Or the struggle of being bullied in school for being different. Or all of these different things. But one or the other or another will connect with you. And it's like, oh wow, this show is talking about this subject. This show is showing this subject in a very real, personal way. And not just to talk about it, but to explore it and show it and deal with it. And... That's one of the things that really makes this such a standout show. This is one of those things that really make this, like it's both its subject matter in the variety of human interaction and its accuracy and ability to communicate these things to its viewer. That's what really lands this as such a masterpiece, like because it is all people dealing with people. In human situations.
1: Yes, man. It is. It's like you said, it's a masterpiece. I'll say it again, Tom Blue in the face. I will always say Fritz Baskets is a masterpiece and by far my favorite slice of life, shojo, romance, anime, whatever you want to call it. Um, maybe my favorite anime of all time. I still got a, like, Yu Hawk show has been with me since birth almost. So, Fritz first has got a while. It's got wow. to hold the test of time. But it's definitely something that I feel like does a really good job of giving you emotional but not painful stories because there's a show called To Your Eternity, which, um, also aired this past spring season. And a lot of people are like, wow, this is so painful. Like almost like, you know, want to stop watching or I want to drop it. And like, to me, I, I felt like that caught on with a silent voice as well. It's actually from the same creator as from a silent voice. And when they, when something is like Fruits Basket does an exquisite job of having that perfect amount of, of like pain and pleasure and all this wrapped in the one, because it gives you payoffs for the pain that you suffered. And I'm not saying to your eternity or Silent Voice doesn't, because they both do as well. But Fruits Basket does it in a way where, like, it I can rewatch Fruits Basket. I can rewatch the scene where Kyō hurts Toru in season one because I it's like it's done in a way. It feels realistic, you know? It's not, like, an over amount of, like, human pain or suffering, you know? It's, like... Yeah. It's real. When Toru... And... Go ahead. No, go ahead. You, you go ahead. You get-
0: and, and why is that? Why is this something that you can rewatch? You can rewatch one of our favorite characters. One of, like, the most pure-hearted, genuine people on screen. Be hurt. Because, equally, you get to see... Kyo going through, racking his mind through the things he has gone through and seen and witnessed in his decision making on why to do this. Not that it's good or right, but you understand why he does it.
1: Yes. Like, and it's so it's so good in that aspect. And like even when Toru, like, I loved like one of my favorite scenes in all the free baskets. When Toru was like, I'm not, you know, a happy-go-lucky person. I'm a pessimist. Like, once she told Akito, I'm the same as you. I'm selfish. I don't want things to change. I'm like, yo, that whole two sides of the, like, same coin, what they use there is so good. Like, it's great. It's amazing. I like how it shows you that, you know, intentions make a difference in what you do. Like... Akito's intentions were to, like, hurt people so they would stay. Toru's intentions were to love people so they would stay. And granted, is it right or is it wrong? Intrinsically, wanting people to stay with you is not right or wrong. It's just what it is. And the fact that Toru went about it one way resulted in a different aspect as when Akito went at it a completely different way. And seeing that those two characters were a foil to each other, I was like, okay, but they were the same. I loved it. Same thing with Kyo and Yuki. They were both running away, but they were running away in different ways. The point being, they both had to stop running away. And I really, really love that. And like TMS, man, Studio TMS, like, y'all will not get the credit that you deserve up with Bones and madhouse and mopping and all that but i just want everybody to know who's hearing this like and i'm gonna say it to my last breath anime breath but tms deserves all the like love all the everything for what they did with fruits baskets this season like all three not to mention bro they still put out nomad this season which is the megalobots 2 season yeah man which is still a contender, I feel like, for anime of the year, along with Fruits Baskets. And last season, they put out Dr. Stone season two, bruh. The Stone Wars, which is also amazing. Like DMS has been here
0: since the 70s, putting out stuff way back when, like the Rose of Versailles. Stuff like, I don't know, some other stuff from the 70s. Yeah. But no, like uh, Magical Night, Rayar. Putting out so much stuff. They have been a contender. Sonic
1: X. Yeah, man. Like, TMS Entertainment, like, has done amazing. They did Lupon the Third as well, which is coming out, like, in the fall, I believe. And they've got another anime airing right now, like, Spirit Chronicles, which I'm going to watch just because TMS is around it. Like, they have been doing exquisite work, and none of their stuff feels like it's, like lacks because they're working on something else like fruits baskets was visually amazing i feel like it wasn't you know like i was watching i wasn't watching like a wit studio vivi or anything but it didn't need to be that because that's not what it required it had the perfect animation for the story it was telling it had the perfect music like everything fit you know the flashbacks like, the the end at the ocean, bruh, the end of episode 11, when it was like, you did your best, or I forgot what the episode was called, um, you tried, or something like that, when it was about Kyoko, like, trying to plead to um, Kyō to remember his promise and whatnot, and you just saw the ocean, and they're like, hey, this ocean is actually a setup for a spinoff series that's coming after Freeze Baskets, so I'm just like, <sighs> man, tell me about the spinoff series. So Kyoko to Katsuya no Monotagari is basically the story of Kyoto and Katsu, which are Toru Honda's parents, and it's a prequel to Fruits Basket of so their life together. Because apparently there was some controversy because I think um, Kyoto is significantly younger than Katsuya, and like she was also a ruffian and everything, like a delinquent. And I think there's I don't know because I try to stay in the blind about this as much as possible. But from just what I've heard and a little bit that I read, I do believe that um, it's the story of how they fell in love and came to be and whatnot. Gotcha.
0: Because that is an adventure. Like, Toru's dad is some kind of just salary man, and her mom was a biker gang leader. How does that love story happen? So it it is an interesting story.
1: Yeah, and allegedly, Toru takes a lot after her dad. So I feel like a lot of those good qualities that Toru has... You know, even though she says it's just an act because she doesn't remember anything about her father, you know, some things are, like, you know, I know, like, personalities are not genetic. But some things, you know, if you're 9 times out of 10, if you come from a hardworking family, you're a hardworking. Like, you know, if you're positive, like, that comes, like, I feel like that comes down through the bloodline. And I feel like Toru had to get some of that from her father, Katsuya. So it's going to be very interesting to see that. And I'm going to be 110% here for that um but (sighs) we did say goodbye to Breeds baskets but i feel like we said goodbye in a way that was it was a send-off you know we saw what every character was doing we saw that you know allegedly there was going to be a romance between um what like we saw the alleged romances with not the confirmed romances, I want to say, between Hiro and um, Kisa, like the two youngest of the Somas, the sheep and the tiger. We saw yeah. that they were older, like they might potentially move into the house or something. They were talking about it, but they were together. We saw Karu Haru got to be with Azumi finally, like together. And I really liked that Azumi could not forgive Akito. I thought that was done very well. I don't think that you know everybody should be like yeah let's forgive akito because no like akito did some really messed up shit like she yeah really she tried to kill isuzu like twice not to mention she locked her in the cabinet with the cat and she's just like isuzu's like how can i and then stabbed kurano yes like and stabbed toru as well we can't forget that yeah like and we know she didn't push her off the cliff, but every the fact that everybody, like, accepted, like, she didn't, I was still kind of like, eh. But, you know, I understand, because that wasn't what was important at the moment, but... Man, and the
0: story of the cliff, though, coming back to be the main villain of the entire series. <laughs> episode 1, episode, like, 10. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> cliff
1: Coon, worst character. Please die. Cliff Coon is trash. We hate Cliff Coon. But... Yeah, no, so Izizu not forgiving her. I really like that. We got um, Kazuma, who is... or Yeah, Kazuma, or Shisho, like, being happy that Toru and Kyo can finally be together. And, like, I don't know what Saki was doing. I don't know if she was, like, really trying to be with him or not, or if he was, like... She was just there at the dojo, <laughs> but... Well, I don't know
0: what... Saki's relationship with the uh, she show may or may not be, mm-hmm. but I do know that she gets hired on as the cook
1: okay. for the dojo. Okay, but bro, what an adventure that would be if she was Kyo's mother in law. Because in the final episode, yeah. she's like, "I'll forgive you if you call me mama." <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, like Saki was one of the like unsung heroes of the freaking. Series in my opinion, like I had a lot of, I like the her and Arisa, like they were, they were really freaking good. Like without them, like the series, like everyone was so integral. Like it was like even mine, like who is um, who is Ayame's, you know Yugi's older brother, mine like yeah. having that little shine at the end. I was like, Hine, ex- Hine or Hine, yeah. Mine having that shine at the end. I was like, okay, okay. Like, when he was like, I love you. I was born to love you as soon as his curse broke. I was like, all right, okay. I can rock with this. Like, and then she cried. I was like, yo, we just gonna be happy like this? Is it okay? Like, <laughs> I was scared to be happy, bro. Honestly, I was like, can I do this? Like, is this okay? Can I be happy in Fruits baskets? Like, what? And, bro, I'm telling you, like. man. And one character,
0: one character is Ritsu Soma, the one that was the cross dresser because it made him feel more comfortable to wear women's clothing and have long hair. We have this whole like sea story level stuff where it's like him and uh, Shigure's editor. Yeah. Are like friends. And at the end. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Ritsu is now like not wearing women's clothing anymore.
1: Yeah, he gave it all up. He, he cut his hair.
0: He's become comfortable with who he is and like being a the what person that he is, whatever that may be. I believe he. So he's cut his up hair and
1: get, with the editor too.
0: Well, they 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 talk about that, but he's like, oh no, oh no, what are you talking about? Love what? So maybe, probably, but. Hopefully,
1: you know. Yeah. Hopefully. No, like a hundred. 100- well we still get like a tag end on him. Yeah. And like I said, we got Mayu and Hatori, which is like my favorite un like not main non-main character romance, like Hatari and Mayu's romance by far. Um Mayu is the Toru's teacher. Toru Kyo's and Yuki's teacher. Yeah. And yeah. like when she was like crying for him in season two and, like, just kind of lost it and was kind of like a baby. I was like, let's go. And then you get that foreshadow. It was like, on the time when I traveled, with when I cut my hair and we traveled together, it was a long ways away. And then we see that in the last episode. I'm like, ugh, I'm so glad that they remembered that. Like, And just those little things. And him just being happy. And she's like, yo, I'm flat as a board. And I'm ashamed that you'll see me in a swimsuit because I really want you to love me. And he's like, yeah, that's not new news and the fact that Hatori's never been around japan let alone the world this man has never been to other like prefectures in japan like this shows you how restrictive the curse was like this man can finally go out and do things and travel and i'm just so happy for him because he like he's been through a lot as well the man is half blind because he can barely see in his eye because akito again <sighs> like i'm still on the fence like she ha- her long hair won't fool me. I'll just put it like that. And then you got Momaji, bruh, who I never thought his love for Toru would be anything serious. And for him to be able to, you know, dissect that as a human being, being like, yo, you know, like I love Toru, but Toru doesn't love me, especially when his curse broke. And he was like, you know, my curse broke, but she'd be so much happier if your curse broke. And just seeing that was, like, heartbreaking as well. And then him him walking by his mom at the end. Like, I'm a little sad. Maybe I have to read Fruit Basket Another to see if, like, he can rekindle things with his family. But, like, Momiji really deserves to be happy. And I really hope that, like, in a Fruit Basket Another he is very happy. Because he 110% deserves it. Like, same thing with Kagura as well, even though she was, like, on some BS for a while, but I feel like Kagura came around, as well. Yeah, I mean, like, once
0: she realized that, one, she was playing herself, and Kyo, and two, that wait a minute, I do actually love him, but I can't be the one for him. Like, at that point, and I think that was, like, season two. Yeah. Like, that's the point where she gets to be her own character, and have her own growth, and not just be, like, an annoying tag along. When she punched out Toru this season, I was man. Oh, <laughs> when she yes, when she decked Toru for being dumb and lying to herself. Like, no, I'm, you are not gonna do that. And then Toru turns around and like, you know what? Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna tell Kyo.
1: I was a hundred percent here for that, and <laughs> like, and then at the end. Like, I think it was episode 11. Or no, episode 12. when they were having the banquet where Akito was like, I'm a woman! Like, and Kyo had to see her. And he's like, yeah, about that. And then, like, Momaji and her, like, blackmailed Kyo. (laughs) Was, like, cheater. I was just like, yo. Like, Fruits Basket is always bringing the comedy, bro. Like, when it needs to fit the most. But, and then got Corona and Arisa, which I've already talked about, you know. Them, like, him just being, like, I can't stay because Akito will feel bad excuse me if I stay here and she'll never be able to move for it. So this man goes to take like his pension or whatever or his hush money for being stabbed. Um and moves like to this faraway beach. <laughs> like alone. He doesn't even go to the goodbye dinner. I'm just like, man, that's kinda sad, but like at least he's free. Like, you know, and Arisa is on her way. Like as long as he got snacks, so hey man, that's real. Yeah, no, I was like, that's what's up. Like, we saw all the main, like even like I said, Kakuri, Kakuri, whatever his name is, Manabi, the vice president. Even he's like, yeah, I'm gonna get my life together and go to college. It was like thirty seconds, but I was like, all right, I'll take it. And so we see all these side characters. Then we get to the main characters. We get to I'm gonna start at the bottom. I feel yo
0: side note totally you got Machi
1: yeah no Machi's with the Yuki story like
0: okay,
1: okay, proceed yeah I consider Machi a main character because she's rocking with a main character but um we got Shigure and Akito who like I said earlier super toxic but Akito's like I'm gonna lead the Soma clan in a new direction I refuse to stay in the shackles and be a prisoner and I was like I respect that you know it was messed up all the things we went through to get here, but it was really real, you know? Like, change doesn't happen overnight. It's not a snap of a finger. It's like, yeah, we're all friends now. Like, yeah, let's hug and do that. No, it's some ups and downs, and we had to go through that. We went through a lot of downs, and Shigure, you know, decides to stand by her. It's like, yo, I'm moving out of the house. You're going to be the family head as Akito, a woman. Then I'm going to be Shigure. Like, your husband, I guess? I don't know if they ever got married officially, but... Yeah, and he got her a kimono as kind of like her, you know, your free present. Which I thought was really nice. I really like how symbolic that was. Like, as messed up and as toxic as that relationship is. And the fact that Akito says she doesn't go to Toru and Kyo's goodbye dinner because she understands that this is what... This is not for me. I can I should not be here because of what I've done and everything. I was like, okay, I respect that. I respect that from Akito that she decided not to go, and then she says, I can see Toru whatever I want because she has that guy complex still. Which you know, again, I'm glad to see that wasn't completely erased. I'm glad to see that was kind of like still prevalent because they all do keep some of their aspects of their zodiac. I feel like Momaji's still playful, Haru still. Haru, Carissa's still super shy. Like, it's 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 a fun time. And so I really like that with those two. And then, like, Yuki, which I feel like had one of the best moments in the whole series, bro. Like, it was... I feel like it may have been the best... I'm, I'm gonna say it. It may have been the best farewell in anime I've seen. Like, I expect, I didn't expect it to come from Yuki. When he was telling Toru... What she was to him. Like we had saw this. I believe. At the beginning. Of season 3. Or the end of season 2. When Yuki realized who Toru was. A mother to him. And I didn't think he would ever tell her. You know. I thought it would be. Like something that he always felt. But she would never know. So at the end. When he came back in the house. And he was like yo. Can I talk? the Honda son and kills like yeah out back and you know Yuki goes says this whole speech he was like you know you were like a mother you looked at all of us we loved you we'll wonder if you're okay if you're eating like all this stuff you gave us so much and Toru was feeling like this is what she needed to hear and that goodbye and he ends it for the first time ever calling her Toru instead of Honda son And
0: that's the last word we hear of the entire show. Yes. Like, that's what closes it out. Last thing we hear, and then we get like a flash forward about, you know, we see stuff about them in the far future.
1: Yeah, it was it was wild. I was like, that's beautiful. And Yuki holding it down with his relationship, too, with Machi, who I love Machi's character, bro. Like, Machi was one of those that I didn't. I was wondering. I was like, okay, I'm like, it's like mid season two, like, it's obvious that Kyo's itching forward with Toru. So what's gonna happen with Yuki? Is he just gonna like, you know, just not love anyone, or is he gonna like, you know, end up with Kagura some weird way, or like, is he just like, what's gonna happen? You know, like, and then we meet Machi, someone who has like, who sees him for him and understands. Like, when Machi gave Toru a Get Better present because she took care of the man that she loved, I was like, yo, like, this is so good. Like, she didn't feel threatened. She didn't feel anything. She understood, and she knew that Yuki did not, like, there was no way that, you know, she could be mistaken how their relationship was. And then when my man Yuki just started like kissing her in public, which in Japan is hugely frowned upon, he said, I don't care. He said, This curse broke. I'm ready. Like I've been waiting. Like, my dude went in. And like the fact that he gave her a room to her apartment or his apartment in the college. And they were just so cute together. When he when she was like, Oh, I don't think you're gonna cheat. So he was like, All right, and he went to go yeet that thing out of the window. <laughs> And he was like, I prefer you be honest. And I really liked that. Like, and I really liked how Machi like grew and was her own character and was not dependent on Yuki as well. Like, that was really... I really liked how these characters weren't codependent. Like, the whole thing was about them breaking their bond of codependency. And then when they broke it, they broke it. They weren't just like, yeah, you know? Which brings me to Toru and Kyo. Like, yes, Toru and Kyo love each other. They're free from their bonds and shackles. And like, Kyo's like, yo, I want you to leave with me. Like, I want to go. Here's the things I want to do. And she's like, finally, he's talking about the future. Hell yeah. And the fact that like, Toru's like, I'm going. And he's like, wow, are you sure? And she's like, yes, I'm very stubborn. Like, this is like the first time I feel like we see Toru like be assertive about what she wants. Like, there's no hesitation. There's no crying. There's no, she's not shy about it. She's like, this is what I want. This is what I'm doing. And she's like, and I have to disagree with you on something else. You didn't know what my mom wanted. I knew what she wanted. I knew what she meant. And I refused to believe that she said what she said in a condescending way. And seeing that growth from Toru, like, aimed at Kyo, like, in such a positive way, man, it made me feel self-fulfilled. Like, yeah, man. like best couple in anime. I'm sorry, Yusuke and Keiko, but, like... Toru and Kyo took that over for me. Like, it was a truly, like, all-encompassing masterpiece. Like, Fruits Baskets was so much, so beautiful. Like, I was so pleased. I, there was nothing... Ten out of ten. Like, there was nothing else I could have wanted, needed, or desired because they gave it all to me. Yeah, man.
0: I'm I'm just, like, I'm I'm fulfilled in the ending. But I'm disappointed that I'm not going to get more fruits baskets yes like in uh like next season
1: that's true like i like and i was worried because i was like we've had these 25 episode seasons and now we just have 13 like i was worried but they pulled it off you know like 63 was that sweet spot number and i, I honestly you know i didn't feel like we needed any more like i would like more i always want more fruits baskets that's for sure but I can't say that we need it more, you know? I can't say, we definitely didn't need an alternate ending, you know? Like, so... Th- thank <laughs> Yeah. And I'm very excited for... I feel like we're gonna get free space. I, seeing this as number one, like, seeing... I'm looking at it right now. Number one highest rated all time. Like, there is no way. Like, even if it just disappears tomorrow and goes like number, like, 50 or something, which I feel like it won't and better not. I feel like this will always be in the top ten, honestly. But... There's, I feel like you would have to be kind of, like, bonkers not to go make Fruits Baskets another, because I hear fruit Baskets I mean, another lives up to the quality of Fruits basket. Does it? That's what I hear. It's not, like, as good, of course, but I feel like it's a... It's not like a Boruto. Yeah, it's, like, it's not a Boruto. I, I hear that it does a really good job of enforcing what made Fruits Baskets so good, um... And it is their children, or, yeah, it's, like, we're seeing all the main characters' children, and I think for the first part of the story, it does, like, continue on the future of the main characters, so, in just mild spoiler, like, everybody who's a couple has a kid, so, yeah. And even those who aren't. Yeah, like, um, you see, you see... Uh, Saki has a
0: kid, yeah. but
1: we don't know who's,
0: with some foreign man as the dad.
1: yeah. So, like, I don't know if Hiro and Kisa have a child, because I don't know how old they are in Fruits Baskets Another, since they were the youngest. I mean, probably, like, 20, 30. Yeah. I know Momiji has a niece or a daughter. I'm not sure. It might be a daughter, actually. I don't know. I have to That'd be weird. Yeah, he said he was going to find love that made Toru jealous. But
0: we'll have to get into that when they finally get around to making Fruits Baskets Another. Yeah. Wrapping up, we haven't said it enough. Go watch Fruits Baskets 2019.
1: It's a masterpiece. Like, just because you've seen the first one, everybody's always like, I was the first one in 2002. Okay, we get it. But that's like
0: saying, I watched Fate Stay Night, and not knowing about Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade works, and the apparently masterpieces is that is...
1: Um, Heavensfield? Heavensfield. Yeah, like, and not even watching on, Fate man. Zero. Like, what are you doing? Like... If you watch the OG yeah. Fruits Baskets and that's all, congratulations. You read half of the first Harry Potter book and played yourself. That's real heated. But go watch
0: <laughs> Fruits Baskets 2019. You won't regret it. We got to go do another podcast, so we will catch you next time. Uh, you can catch this show, your typical shonen protagonist, on all your podcasts. We're talking Spotify, iTunes, Amazon podcasts, which is
1: blowing up. Also on Twitter at your TSP. That's U-R-T-S-P. TSP. you got a Twitter too? Yes, yeah, so you can find me at Static to where I might be becoming a Fruit Basket Sand Account. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's Static Dreads with a Z, where we can talk about all the cool anime stuff. And then check us out on Content Breaker as well, where we talk about anime, cartoon, and everything stuff.
0: Yep. But we'll catch you all next week for more your typical Shonen Protect.